Hello and welcome to this week's This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you all the build-up and reaction to FC United's away trip to Warrington Rylands from Saturday. And later we'll be hearing if the women's team could progress through to the semi-finals of the Argyle Plate. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news with the women's team and FC United have announced the launch of a girls' academy from next season with trials taking place on Tuesday the 28th of February between 5 and 6pm for Year 11 students. The academy will provide a full-time programme alongside competitive league fixtures while studying an NCFE Level 2 and 3 qualification in sport. For more information, please email tom.conroy at fc-utd.net. While staying with the women's team and following the recent signing of Jess Battle, the club have now announced the signing of fullback Abby Carrington from Stockport County. Here's women's team manager James Mulverhill on the news. Abby Carrington signing for FC United, a, a mammoth signing that. Huge. Uh, how, how much are you uh, thinking to yourself, not just about this season, but also the next season, potentially in the division above, if well, all goes well? We, we need these players who are, who, are, who are National League players to be coming and playing at our level now, to bed in for, for planning for the future of being and going and playing in uh, the level above. So uh, Abby's... I know it's a big miss for, for Stockport to lose Abby. They didn't want her to leave. Um, so for us, it's a... It's, it's a massive signing. Like I can't, probably the most important signing for us now in in this back end of the season. Like, and that's including Battle and these other players. Like, this is a crucial signing for us. And and looking ahead to the future, obviously the news this week about those trials for mm-hmm. the the academy, which launches in September. Um, that's that's big stuff as well for the future. This is crucial for us. The 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 academy having a development squad. It's crucial. Like I said, we. We, we're not going to be able to compete next year unless we've got these things so having these tools at, at, at our disposal to, to bed these players in I've already got a bunch of girls who we've had training with us already youngsters who can go straight into the academy so we're, we're ready we're set up we just need to get organised with it and get it moving Women's team manager James Mulberhill there To the men's team now and this past week new striker Matt Van Wyk caught up with the club's YouTube channel to discuss how the young forward was settling into life at FC since signing from Fullwood Amateurs earlier in the month so Matty, welcome back to FC. You've been training tonight. Uh, how did you find it? Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, well, we, we've been working on stuff uh, for Saturday. Um, not used to that. You don't really get the time for that in the in the lower leagues. Uh, the, the setup, absolutely loving it. Fantastic. And are you, are you sort of sensing any partnerships with? Uh, I mean, particularly you know with FC, with you playing at sort of number nine, you've got three people behind you, Jim Donners. Uh, anyone else who's sort of you've been in partnership with? Chaz has been absolutely brilliant since I got here. Here, you sort of you've got to learn quick, and I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm hanging on every word they're saying. Um, Chaz, CJ, Potsy, it's a great bunch, and they're, they're taking me in really well. Oh, fantastic. I mean, so there's about a dozen games left of the season. I won't ask you what your target is, but have you set one? If you ask my dad, he'll want at least two a game, but um, I'd, I'd just score as many as I can. It's what matters for me as a nine, and I'll try and convert as many as possible. FC United striker Matt Van Wyk there speaking to Tim on the club's YouTube channel. And finally for this week's news, FC United travelled to Warrington Rylands on Saturday in the league. Let's hand over to FC Live now to hear how the Reds got on. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Cheshire. To be precise, the Rylands Recreation Club. And joining me here, it's a welcome back to Woodso. Hello Woodso. Hello, hello to Mink Fleetwood and 
Stevie Nicks and everybody else who seems to be playing live here at the moment. Yeah, it's a loud PA, but anyway, <laughs> it's Warrington Rylands against FC United of Manchester this afternoon, back in the league. Obviously, we have to talk about Staley Bridge we last do. week. Um, what did you take from that game? Anything? Very much Groundhog Day, I think. Isn't it? If file very much in most Saturday home games. I think we should have come away with three points. We, we end up with one. I suppose disappointing overall. Staley Bridge contributed to a decent game, but I thought we should have. Second half, I thought we should have won the game, yeah. really. Um, there was a shout about the goalkeeper getting sent off at the end. I mean, that's the only controversial thing about the game, really, and whether that would have had any impact on the final result, that's was, very much debatable. I think he was but, lucky he wasn't central. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 the only thing we can talk about with Sailor Bridge, except yeah. Matt Van Wyke scored again. He did. Like, I remember saying at half-time last week, though, as soon as he got the ball, I didn't think he was going to miss, and he didn't. He was a great finish. And the other new lad, um, he had an absolutely outstanding game. Uh, but um, and unlucky not to score. But then again, so did you know? So did Staley Bridge. They, 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 the, the woodwork and there was other chances. I suppose I'm gonna. It's, it's like a stuck record. Both teams could have had three points. Both teams have settled for one and were probably good enough for one each. It's just bizarre at the minute. But with that point. We gained some ground on the playoff spaces. We started today at six yeah. points behind. Now we're five. We're five, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, to be fair, Woods, though, as well. Point by week by week by a point. <laughs> the gap between Geisley in ninth and Radcliffe in third is just four points. Yeah, it's very tough. It's, it's tantalising. It's tant- yeah, it's still there. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be very, very tough. We've made it tough for ourselves. When you think about... A few weeks ago we were talking about we, we can cement a playoff place and now we're, now we're quite a way out of it. You say quite a way out of it position-wise, like I say points-wise, you know, a couple of wins and a couple of results to go your way elsewhere and you're back, you're back in it. That said, we're two points ahead of Warrington Rylands. Is this winner stays on, to use an old well, gaming all, metaphor? All games are very similar. We seem to be playing teams who are around us at the moment week after week. And, uh, you know, we, we, let, we let Matt Lock and Lancaster get a bit of ground. We can't really let, it, let Rylands overtake us today. We were just we were just talking before the game. You know, what, the usual, what do you think? What do you think? It's like I say at the minute. FC turn up, we can we can win three nil. FC don't turn up, we could very easily lose four nil. It's just it's it's exciting. Well, it's I'd, I'd rather a bit, a bit more consistency if you don't mind. Thank you very much. First time we've ever been at this ground for a competitive, competitive game. game yeah. We have been here for pre-season before. Um, there's been some improvements since we last there. Right. This is this is new. Uh, this this stand over here. This That's so, a new stand. And, yeah. they, and they put plastic seats on the little stand over there. It was wooden benches. Though, yeah, like and there's uh, there's now a little marquee thing over there as well. Um, I mean, it's a club that's come a long way in such yeah, a short space of time. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm imagining every year we'll come here. There'll be improvements made. Um, but three points today. We need it. We need it. But it's like I say, we turn up and play. We can get three points. Like I say, it's just stuck, it feels like a stuck record. If we go a goal down in this game today, I think we'll, we'll struggle to break, break teams down. We're just struggling to break teams down. I'm not doing us down. I just think it's a fact that we need to be a, a goal or two in front to feel slightly comfortable. Well, let's hope we get those goals today. And uh, Woodsell, big thank you for joining us. Let's hand over now to FC United manager. Here's Neil Reynolds. And FC United manager Neil Reynolds joins us now. Oh, ACDC's finished. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how are we shaping up ahead of this game, Neil? I think before we talk about us shaping up, we've got to uh, uh, congratulate Woodsell. 
on his 1,000th FC United game today that he's Is told me. really? 1,000th game watching kept, FC United. You see, he told you because you'd be impressed by that. <laughs> he didn't tell me because he knew I'd take the mick well, out of him. No, but... I'm super impressed. So, you know, that's a, a massive well done. And, you know, it just goes to show what incredible fans that we do have and, you know, for this club, you know, up and down the country, everywhere we go. So, you know, well done to well done to Woods, though, and, and obviously all the other fans that uh, continue to break records. But as for us, Ben, uh, yeah, we've had a really good week. Love, love having double back-to-back training sessions you know especially after you know Belgium last week we, we were a bit tired but it's enabled us to get on the training pitch we've worked on a lot we've, we've really drilled them this week and we're hopeful that they're going to take you know it on board and, and hopefully put in a positive display today you mentioned about uh, last week about Matt Van Wyk and how he's not had chance to get on the training ground with with the rest of the squad so given the fact mm. you know he scored two goals in the last three games that's pretty handy I'm mm. going to suggest that you've had that with him yeah we have we've done a lot of work on his link up play and Keegan playing in the 10 uh, runners going past him you know we've been impressed with Matt and listen he's still got flaws in his game that we've got to iron out but but that's okay you know so everyone everyone has Regan Linney did have that Tundi had that and, and Matt is going to have that but he's a goal scorer and I'm sure he'll he'll go on to score goals this season so it's been good and, and he's learnt a lot and, and I listened to his interview actually with Tim and he was saying that you know the amount of work the attention to detail that he's got this week is it's different from the level that he was playing at, but he, he's really enjoyed it. Now, uh, Rylands today, uh, two points separating the two teams. Um, is it winner stays on? Oh, I've used that phrase a couple of times, well, but we, we, we've we've made a pact this week in the dressing room, Ben, and, I, and I'll tell everyone who's listening. We don't mention the word playoffs anymore. You know, we're sick of people hearing it and hyping it. It's a really good league, and you know what will be will be. And you know, at the minute, okay, you, you put the three points on that we had deducted. We're two points outside the playoffs. It's a really good season for us. But yeah. you can see everyone else is performing really well. I'm, I'm happy the way the the season's gone. I'm also happy, you know, with with some of the individuals and and, and some of the performances we've had this season. But like everyone, you always want to do better. So you know, we're coming to a side where Cleggy's going to be the first game at home in charge. There's going to be a good, you know, a good fan base behind. It. Uh, I've I've challenged the lads. I said, listen, talk of the playoffs is now null and void. Now talk about are oh, you going to be here next season? And you know, I've looked at the squad and I've said that everyone's going to get opportunities. And, and today I've I've left I've left three on the bench today, uh, not resting, not rotating. I've left three out. I've left Griffiths out, Woolerton out, and and Dodd out. You know, and and, and I've looked at where we are in the form table we're 10th 11th in the form guy we're 10th away from home in the form guy and, and I'm not hanging them three out to drive I'm saying that certain players have played in these games where I left Ennis out last week we've got to get now uh, the kind of a fluidity that, that's going to win us games and this week coming we're bringing another two bodies in Ben you know a, a lad on loan from Stockport uh, and, a, and a lad on loan from Wigan two more attacking players we're not writing this season off at all we want to win every single game we want to finish as high as we can do but I think I've been very fair on a lot of people now and it's time now for others to step up and, you know, young Ethan Vaughan comes in today. Right. You know, Halsey comes back from suspension to play alongside CJ. Young Guy Hall will play left-back. Then you've got midfield duo of, uh, of Vinny and Donners that we haven't been able to get out this season. Young Keegan in the 10, Matty down the middle, Dante one side and Chaz on the other side. Uh, and, you know, we're hoping that that's going to be enough, but we know that we're going to be up against a really strong Warrington Island side. Clegg has brought a couple in this week, so pitch looks alright so we're here to win a game yeah the grass has been cut really short and there's a bounce on it I've just seen from the goalkeeper warming up so that's something to look out for Um, but um, obviously today like you say it's all about just to use a cliche Neil taking each game as it comes taking each game as it comes (laughs) yeah you know not the six point uh, not the you know we're going to get left behind. Just, just the game of football today, and 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 we got so many positive comments after the Sailor Beach game yeah. last week. And I don't look at the league table. We're, we're playing good football, and we have done 
for the majority across the course of the season. But we know that teams have raised the game and Staley Bridge did last Saturday. But they couldn't get out of their half second, half second half last week and another day we score. So if we can build on that performance, we've had two good training sessions this week, another couple of good training sessions next week. And, and we go into that last 10 games of the season, you know, really buoyant. Looking forward to the hosting Valencia, trip to Valencia and finishing the season on, on a high. And, and that's what the challenge is to the players now. You know, am I going to be looking for people to have kind of more than one life now? No, if lads want to perform today, they'll come out, lads will come in. And we just start looking to build now for the end of the season and, and then beyond because, you know, them lads have been together for a long time now and, you know, maybe just needs a little bit of a freshness about it, man. Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us and uh, all the best this afternoon and catch up after the match. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. So, we're back here at Warrington Rounders. We've not been here since uh, pre-season a couple of years ago, I think, from memory, maybe even pre-COVID. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly our first competitive visit here um, and we've only played them competitively once, which was a two-all draw, which... We squandered a two-goal lead in the closing minutes and we went home very frustrated. Yes, and uh, it's a club that's come a very long way in a short space of time, Paul. Yeah, um, obviously uh, an owner with a bit of money has, has made a difference. He's been able to bring in some players on good good wages, I would expect. And um, I think it's an interesting time to catch them now because they've, they've is it three managers they've now Three had? managers. Uh, they had Dave McNabb, obviously, who... The glory is at Warrington Islands, Wembley visits and, and, and promotions. Uh, here they are. David Nabb started the season, highest Warrington Islands has ever been in the league structure. Then he left, went to Macclesfield. In his place, Jody Bannon came in uh, on an interim basis. He subsequently left due to work commitments. And now Michael Clegg's here, formerly the Ashton United manager and Africa Calls manager. Yeah, and. Um... He's only he's only been in charge one game. This is his first home game. It's as always Whit- a dangerous thing. Whitby away was his first game. Yeah. Hello, welcome back. Um, <laughs> and they've, they've they've failed to score in the last three games and lost all three. So interesting time to play them. Um, they've, they've got a, a brand new midfield signed up yesterday. Two new midfielders. Um, and they've got uh, Torre up front, haven't they? Who they, they signed from Marine. Yes. Who was at Salford City. Well, Torre's quite a signing, I've got to suggest. Yeah. Yeah, good player. Yeah. So he could cause us some trouble uh, this afternoon. But, yeah, I think they're a side in a bit of transition. And they're just below us in the table. Now, we spoke to Neil earlier, uh, an interview which you've not heard, actually. He's downplaying the playoffs now. He's, he's He wants to keep a lid on it. He just wants wants us all to enjoy ourselves. He feels there's been too much, might be a bit too much pressure. Uh, well, every week we mention the playoffs. I know, I, par- I partly feel responsible. But there is an element to it where... There's a lot of teams going for the playoffs, and you never know if we do just, you know, if we do turn the the pressure tap off, we might we might find ourselves stringing the wins together. Well, yeah, there's still 12 games to go, certainly for us. Uh, some clubs have got one or two more. You never know in football, do you? I mean, we we could we could be 10 points adrift of the playoffs and then have a good run in and scrape in. You, you never really know because there are sides in the playoffs now that probably won't be there at the end of the season. We know how things will change. Well, we're four points uh, behind uh, Geisler at the minute. And Geisler, the gap between Geisler in ninth and Radcliffe in third is just four points. I don't know how, how you look at this, but we've, we've, we've got more away games left than home games. And some people would say that is a good thing based on our form, because certainly Saturday afternoons at Broadhurst don't seem to yield the wins that we need. So maybe on the road is better for us. 
And of course, we look at this game, we've already won across across town at Cantilever Park, so we're trying for a double here. Yes, uh, it's, it's uh, a unique double, because yes. obviously we've never played in Warrington more than once a season, I don't think. So it's so, a great opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we do, I do apologise for the sound levels in the background, there's nothing no, I can no, do about it. But no. FC United, he's, uh, Neil's rung the changes ahead of this game uh, to the bench. Wallerton, Dodd, Griffiths, Palinkas from, from Saturday's game against Stalybridge. Yes, I wonder whether that was kind of pre-planned in terms of trying to give his squad some game time, but also um, based on recent results where um, Stalybridge, for instance, last, last time out, a game we should have won, but we didn't get the... Uh, didn't get the result at the end of the, the end of the game, did we? We didn't get the winner. So, obviously, Matt Van Wyke has come in. Not much. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not really thinking. To, or... not, not, no, not really thinking to ourselves. This is Regan Linnis a replacement, and, and no one suggested that. I don't think. But he's. It's been an impressive start for him. I mean, three league games, two goals. That's not bad, is it? He could make himself into another Linny. He certainly could. Whether he will or not remains to be seen, but he's got the potential to do that. Um, but yes, an interesting team selection, you were saying. In central midfield, James Vincent and Michael Donoghue. Uh, Charlie Ennis uh, starts as, as captain. Keegan Hartley, obviously, I think I think everyone was very impressed with him last week. I think he slotted in very seamlessly. And Dante Gabidon will be on the other wing. Defensively, Ethan Vaughan. Now, Ethan Vaughan starts right back. An encouraging debut when he came off the bench last week at right back yeah he, he, I think he when he was interviewed uh, this week he was saying that he's, he's used to being playing playing win back so he's used to bombing forward and putting crosses in when he's at Huddersfield so and he was at Norwich as well of course so um, that's very much part of his game and he looked quite quite comfortable getting forward and that's the kind of fullback that we need we mentioned Matt Van Wyk. Obviously, he's come to us from Fulwood Amateurs. As is our left-back today, Guy Hall. Guy Hall's been playing pretty well left-back, I think, as well. I think the great thing about Guy Hall is, very much like Polinkas is, it's not very often that you feel worried when he's got possession. You know, he doesn't do silly things very often. He usually gets himself out of scrapes. And, of course, he can come forward and he, he can pass the ball. He's, he's got a lot of uh, ability, Guy Hall. So... He very much earned, earned his place, I think, even with Dodd in the squad. What we also have to acknowledge that is that Rylands have got some quality players in their team. Yes. The likes of Sean Cook, who's caused us problems countless years down the line. I think in the past 10 years, maybe yeah. at least 10 years, if you're, talking, if you're talking about a top 10 midfielder in this league, Sean Cook's going to be on that list more times than not. He's, he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah, I also rate very highly Mantaka used to play yes. for us. Very dependable defender. Uh, and they actually scored against us once with Stockport. Scott Duxbury as well. Yeah, another Stockport yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and Torre, uh, they've recently acquired from Marine, who we both rate quite, quite highly. So um, they're a side that's going to be difficult to beat this afternoon on their own pitch, I would guess. Down the line it goes, and here comes Van White. Great long ball. Van White onto his left. Tries to chip the keeper, but just doesn't get enough on it. And Pilling is able to collect. Now Hockenhol straying forward, right flank. Porton ball for Jones to win. Cook, though, picks up the second ball. Furman now plays it in field to Sargent. Sargent now just comes out of the centre circle and uh, tries to find Hunt, but good work from Halls now. Now Dante Gabidon 
Speeding down the right flank now, Gabidon. He's got three red shirts in the middle. Can FC make some? Gabidon. Got Tristing and Cheng. Right footed shot. And it's saved. And it is a corner ball. Donahue. He's got an overlap with Guy Hall. Ignores that. Played back now to Hartley. 25 yards out, Hartley. Bit of space. A little bit of space for Wallerton now. Brings it into the box right flank. Wallerton. He's got Hunt for company. Plays it back. Not a great ball. Gabidon. Gabidon. Trying to win it back. Gabidon. Into the box. Gabidon. Shot. But uh, almost the closest we've come to a shot on target. Gabin on there. Oh, what a mistake, surely. What did what did Van White do there? He didn't do anything, but he's been penalised. That's a Well, that is, uh, I have to say, an outrageous decision. The keeper, Pilling, lost control. The referee's not interested. He's walking away. The first thing I did was look at the linesman. The linesman's not flagging. Not flag. And the referee cannot be looking at that incident. That is a, I have to say, that is a scandalous I decision. Think, I think that was an interpretation of how did the goalkeeper lose the ball? Well, he, oh, he must have been fouled. He lost it by just not concentrating. <clears throat> and Mo Torre trying to bring it away. Halls has committed himself. Throw forward, that's, and there's a good ball forward there. Cooper. Dodd does well, though. Dodd back on the cover for FC. Well, Dodd trying to dribble out of defence, gets himself into trouble. Dangerous looking ball, important work there from Curtis Jones again. Now that over halfway is Guy Hall now. A little bit more end to end, a little bit more open. And now it's Donahue. Donahue, can he find the right pass here? On the turn there is Keegan Harley shoots a snapshot there, goes over the bar. Well, it's nil-nil here. The talking point, from my point of view, is how I think a huge let off for Luke Pilling who dropped the ball carelessly. I think it hit uh, Van White almost on, the, on his calves. He then uh, took it round the keeper. He did nothing. The referee's assistant, who had eyes on it, did nothing. And I think, I think bottled it. The referee well, was near the halfway line. You no, know, he didn't see the incident. He relied on his referees. Maybe the referee's assistant took his eyes off it. Well, it's been a competitive display in the end. FC have warmed into the contest a little bit too late. Uh, both defences have been solid at the back, I would suggest. FC just might have thought in the last 20 minutes or so, particularly after the substitution, they were worth uh, a bit more than three points. They, they may be aggrieved by that uh, disallowed goal when uh, well, Van White appeared to uh, pick the pocket of the keeper quite fairly. But uh, such a protected species sometimes, that went to extremes though, I would suggest. Warrington Rylands continuing a run of four games without a goal. FC pick up another point, but uh, going to start needing more than that if they're to stay in touch with the top fly places. The result here is Warrington Rylands nil, FC United and Manchester nil. Paul, thoughts on everything? I think FC were, were the strongest side in the last 20 minutes and they're I more likely so. to break the deadlock but just couldn't provide a finish. Man of the match. You know what? My suggestion would be Curtis Jones. I was going to say that. Were yeah. you? Oh, right, good. I would Curtis Jones. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Then we agree. Um, I just felt Curtis Jones, he, he, he had a... He had a rough ride with Torre He had a tough on, gig. But he, he, he got the better of him, I thought, as yeah. the game went on. There was on. only two times where Torre did get the better of him and it didn't really matter in, in the position of the pitch where Torre did that. And then I think Jones just bossed it after that, to be honest. I think after the substitutions, we looked a better side. And it makes you wonder whether maybe the team selection wasn't quite right. 
I think it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think Donahue on the left, when he moved out to the left, just became a, a real outlet. Gabidon's been sharp all the way through this, I felt. I mean, there's been a couple of opportunities for him. And, you know, we always say, don't be too intricate. Goal for goal. And he's done it on two separate occasions so I think Gabidon's had a good game there on the right hand side and I think Donahue when he went out on the left really did offer something um, and Van Wyke's been good all, all afternoon I think against I think two very solid defenders I think Hartley's worked very hard yes. as well another good outing for him. Hartley will have learnt a lot from this pitch I think he struggled with the pitch to begin with but I think he got to grips with it towards the end there and I think that coincided with FC United having the better spell of the game it's no consolation for FC but Rylands did not have a shot on target in 90 minutes. Wow. A clean if sheet. You want, if you want to look at it that way, the yeah. defence did their jobs. Yes, and, and uh, very, very much so. Ethan Vaughan uh, started the game. What, what did you make of... We said at half-time that we, one thing that we were struggling with is to get our full-backs forward. Yeah. Um, now, Wallerton managed to get himself forward to key for us. If we don't get our, our full-backs forward, we don't prosper. I suppose we had to draw away from home eventually, and this is the first place we've done it. Yeah. And it, you know what? It was always going to be a draw, this one, I think, when you yeah. look at the, the league Why tape. did we bother coming then? I don't know, to be honest. Um, <laughs> He's a banker. I just listened. <laughs> the listeners had a good time anyway. Yeah. Nil-nil, the final score, FC United against Warrington Rylands. And we're now going to be joined uh, by Neil Reynolds. And uh, over to James for this post-match interview. I'm going to start with, uh, for me, is it the keeper dropped the ball. In our, our eyes, um, Van Wyck did nothing. It just hit him. He lost concentration. The referee's looking the other way, as you might be. I think it's down to the referee's assistant. I mean, I know all the disclaimers about being partial, but I think the referee's assistant just bottled that. I really do. It's a goal. The bench said it's a goal. And, and I'm not going to stand here saying I, I had a full view of it because I didn't, James, but enough people around me said it was a goal and that wouldn't have meant it was a smash and grab performance because I thought we did really well. I thought, you know, I was really, 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 really pleased with the, with the side's application today. But listen, you know, if the refs made a mistake, if the Lions made a mistake, it, it so be it. For me, today, it was about rebuilding, working on what we've worked on in training this week, dusting ourselves down, keeping our shape, our application, our set pieces, and I just thought to a man, don't take Gabby on it at the end, the nail on the head, he said, Gaffer, you expect a lot, you demand a lot of us, and I was more impressed with us off the ball than I was on the ball today, so, you know, really good point for me. Yeah, and second half improvement, what, what, what did you say? I just thought, you know, we get to 60 minutes today, you know, and we bring off Charlie, we put some more energy in there, we, we put Griff, you know, Donna's goals there and, and, and Woolers comes in. I didn't have to say anything. I made brave decisions today. You know, resting Doddy, Woolers and, and Griff. But there's 10 games to go. There's a, well, 10 plus the, the, you know, the European adventure. There's a lot of football left. So what I don't want to do is, is go past like the transfer window and, and have people pulling up injured. I've got, if I can rest the players, I'm going to rest them. But that shows the squad that we've got really good depth and we can rotate it without affecting our performance. So today... I asked a lot of them. I asked a lot of what we've done in training this week. I wanted us to be methodical in our shape and in our possession and also methodical with our set pieces. And I thought I thought we've, we've come under a bit of criticism because we've considered our set pieces the last few games. I thought today they were excellent. Really, really good. We gave uh, Curtis Jones man of the match. I mean, both back lines were, were pretty solid, but um, there were no 
No slip-ups really at the back no. today. I thought Kurt Jones and Andy Halls were excellent. I just said that in the, in the dressing room. I thought the screen of, of Vinny and Donners or the screen of, of Griff and Vinny, you know, or Doddy when he come on, I thought that was equally as good. And it, and it allowed us to be a little bit more exciting on the on the eye. You know, Dante forward in the first half, young Keegan, you, you know, Donners, Matty Van Wyck up the top end of the pitch. I just thought that defensive quartet uh, gave us something that's maybe been missing over the last few weeks and that's that's definitely something to build on I've just said to the last two unbeaten going into a home game now next Saturday we haven't got divine right to win it but you know not sure how the results have gone but if we win it then, then we'll see what happens but no really really chuffed James today with, with the lads and you talked about Vincent who I thought particularly early in the game I noticed he was back on the cover if you know you can keep him fit he really is someone who's who's able to really shield his is back for not that they particularly needed a lot of shielding today. His organisation skills, his his, his whole round demeanour, he's, he's really really good. It's you know we've been we've lost him this season. We haven't had him, but he, you know he's only 32, 33. He's got a lot of football ahead of him. You know he's had one of them injuries or freak seasons that he hasn't had before, and and hopefully you know he can finish the season strong, come back in pre-season, and we can see the best of James because he's a wonderful player. And and who knows where we'll be if he would have been fit all season. But you can't look back on it. You know that's nothing against lads who've gone in there. Uh, you know, you got Potsy still out today. He's got to come back in in a couple of weeks' time. But no, I'm, you know, I'm happy, and we're going to go back into the market this week, James. We're going to bring in another two attacking players. You know, we're in talks with Stockport about a loan player. We're in talks with Wigan about a loan player, uh, and that's where we are, and that's what we'll continue to do. And, and you know, we, we we just keep working. And there was just a, felt like a nod to the youth in the way he picked up the, the, the two fullbacks, and also Gabidon, and of course Van Wyk and Keegan. Hartley, and um, it's a part of you, obviously you're picking a good team, but it's a part of you saying we need now to be blooding these young players yeah. and, and them to learn as well as uh, be effective. I, I'm not afraid to throw youngsters in. You know, I'd use Regan Linney, for example. I threw him in at the age 16, 17, and he, and he went on and done what he's done. I think he's going to score again today for Altrincham, you know. Matty Van Wyck's 20, 21, and he's going to learn, you know. But we've got to blood the youngsters in, and I'll continue to do that and put money out the window. You know, it's not about what we want. I want these young lads. I want them to develop. I want Dante Gabidon and Matty Van Wyck and, and young Keegan, and I want Guy Hall. You know, we can go and bring... That's why we play the friendlies against forward amateurs. I've said it before to to get the next crop. I want Jan Palinkas to step in there. I want you know, and that's what's going to happen. You, you you keep your bits of experience, but we're good, we're fit, we're young, we're we're, we're hungry. The lads want to learn, and like I just go back to start the interview. With Dante just said, "Gaff, you demand a lot of us," and, and he hasn't never been coached in terms of coached out of possession. And today we we asked a lot of him his shape, and, and he's getting it, and he's going to be the next special talent. But there's the other side of his game that he's got to work on as well. And Palinkas, of course. <laughs> Some would feel quite unlucky not to get her to, to continue you know, to stay in the side. But is, is his emergence and his developing skills quite handy in terms of helping to make Jones and Halls on their toes? I said to Jan in summer when we signed him, you know, come here. Are you going to start every game? No, if you get 15 starts for FC United this season, that's going to be a great season for you. He surpassed that. He's gone past it. Either centre mid, centre half. He's going to play football. You know, he might come back in next week. He'll play in the European game. He's learning. He is the future. You know, no disrespect to Curtis at all. Is it? The boss 30-31. Jan's 21 and he's going to learn from him. And, and he's, he, for me, future captain, future centre-half at FC United. And the lads that we want to keep around, Sam Jody Costa on the bench today. And, and that's what we want to do. And it's, it is a big step. You know, don't respect from where they've come from, West Dids or within short. It's a big, big step up. And they've got to learn the other side of it. But their attitudes are great. Jan's, Jan's learning. Uh, he wasn't lucky to come out because I thought he was excellent against Lancaster, really good last week. But it's you know it's just one of them things, and we'll keep rotating. And you know it's like Griff today; he's walked past. He won't be happy he hasn't played. But 
you don't no one can take anything for granted and for me as a manager you're not here to relax all the time you're here to make decisions and, and get points and we've done that today Finally, um, Liversidge at home next week. Leaving the side the truisms about no easy games in this league and all that, that is a game where you would want three points. I want three points every week, James. Yeah, but you know what I mean, don't you? I mean, you would like it today, and but away games, you know, tricky. But the home to a without, side without, that are struggling. Know, yeah, without putting any pressure on the lads, I, I know if we turn up, if we play the way we can play, we can beat Liversidge. You know, we, we've got to be lucky during the week. We've got to be lucky with injuries. We've got to have a little bit of rubbery green next week. But we showed when we went to Liversedge in, in, in early season uh, that when we play football, we, we can go and beat them. And then we showed in the trophy that if you don't turn up against them, they beat us 1-0. So, there's, you know, there's no easy games. But, yeah, of course I want to win it. And, and, look, and I look at, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I look at Morpeth. I look at Atherton. I look at Liversedge. You know, I look at them teams and think, right, can we get the three points there? Can we get a point at Shields? Can we get a point, you know, at Gainsborough? Can we get a point at Bamber Bridge? They're the points you're looking at. And then see where the points total is. But I'm not going to stand there and say, I don't want three points. I do want three, but I want three every game, James. OK, well, thank you so much, Neil. Well done today and Brilliant. well done for keeping things going. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Brilliant. Thanks, James. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. As discussed, next up for the Reds will be a home fixture against Liversidge this weekend. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under fives are free with a paying adult. Kickoff at Broadhurst Park on Saturday will be at 3pm. But remember, if you cannot make the game, then you can tune into FC Radio from 2.30pm. To the women's team now, and on Sunday, FC United welcome Preston North End for a quarter-final tie in the Argyle Plate. To hear now if FC could progress to the semi-finals, let's hand over to Ben and Paul at Broadhurst Park. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women's Team Live. And you join us here, back on the main stand balcony, facing the Broadhurst Park 3G pitch. And this afternoon, it's FC United of Manchester taking on Preston North End in the quarterfinals of the Argyle Plate. And joining me here, Stato Paul is with us. Hello, Paul. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, so, Paul, we were scheduled for a free weekend. Here we are. Um, I suppose it's about getting getting this game played and, and not having it impacting too much on, on the league schedule. Yeah, it is a, a winnable trophy. Again, it's an opportunity for the manager to give players a bit of game time that they wouldn't normally get in the league because obviously the league is the, the critical thing now this season um, and I don't think we've ever played Preston North End in a competitive game before somebody might correct me on that but we played them in a couple of friendlies but that's about it and, and Preston North End uh, they're in the uh, division below in Division 1 North at the moment and uh, they're towards the bottom end of that table uh, we obviously played Sir Tom Finney in, in the last round uh, Preston have got Nine points more than Sir Tom Finney-Paul. So, unfortunately, we're not able to bring you the Preston North End team as things stand. Uh, but we do have the FC United team, so we'll, we'll give you that in a second. There has been some squad news in, in the lead-up to this game. Firstly, Chloe Ainsworth, big news, taking a step back from football. Obviously, our player of the season uh, last year. Brilliant goalkeeper, particularly at this level and the level above. Um, sending our best wishes to Chloe on the future. Yeah, I mean, she's been a great servant. Um, for the club over a number of years and won a number of medals with us. It's disappointing that we've lost her, but that's that's the way football goes, isn't it? Players come and players go. Yes, uh, well, speaking of players uh, coming and going, uh, just to say, I mean, today uh, the news has broke that Abby Carrington has signed from Stockport County. Obviously, we know Abby Carrington very, very well, very determined full-back and I'm going to suggest a very welcomed addition uh, to the squad and uh, straight into James's first 11 for this afternoon's game, Paul. 
Yeah, Sab is, a, as people will know, is a very combative left-sided defender and uh, is a very capable player. He's had a good spell at Stockport along with some of our other older players and um, hopefully uh, she'll fit in very well with this side. It's like going back to old times with Jess Battle and uh, Abby Carrington in the selection. Yes, uh, Jess Battle, after signing for the club, starts uh, for her um, return to Broadhurst Park. Uh, so that's quite exciting stuff, Paul. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what Jess Battle's going to do in this uh, closing part of the season for FC. Yeah, we certainly know what she's capable of and if she's in form, um, she's already scored on her debut return. So um, let's hope it's a fruitful afternoon for her. Yes, absolutely. Now, we're playing this game on the 3G pitch. Uh, so just a reminder, we are about approximately four miles away from the pitch. Uh, so everything we suggest in commentary is our best guess. Very much guess being the appropriate word. Uh, but FC United uh, will be attacking the St Mary's Road end of the 3G in this first half. I'll give you the team news. It's Donald in goal, Marsh, Carrington, Patient, Kelly, Kennelly, Battle, Dixon, Captain Chambers, Ogden and O'Gara. A very, very good team there for this Argyle Plate quarterfinal. And as you say, Paul, it is you know all about the league this season. But we're two games from the final now. And uh, it's a potential for a piece of silverware that we've never won before. So without further ado, let's hand over to your expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. This is Women's Team Live on a Sunday afternoon. The Argyle Plate quarterfinal, FC United taking on Preston North End. And here's Stato Paul. But first, me, Kelly Infield there to Kennel, who's in a nice little pocket of space in midfield. Plays it through to Ogden. Ogden forward to Dixon, who's through the middle here. Dixon to the edge of the box. Goes for goal! Top corner! And that is a wonderful move from FC United. Finished off there marvellously by Dixon into the top corner. I mean, the passing there between Kennelly and Ogden and the run from Dixon through the middle, coming in off the right for that run through the middle to pick up possession for FC United. Taking the shot early as well was crucial. Goalkeeper with no chance. Five minutes on the clock. FC United take the lead. Out of play for a throw in. Midway inside Preston Territory. Throwing taken by Carrington. Gets it to Kennelly. Kennelly infield to O'Gara. O'Gara over the top. Chambers is onside. Left-hand side of the penalty area. Cross comes in. Who's getting on that ball? It's Dixon! And there's a goal on the back post. 15 minutes on the clock. Good ball in there from Chambers. It wasn't the most uh, aesthetic of goals, but it was a cross that needed a touch, and the touch was firm enough to force it into the goal. Ball picked up by Jones for Preston. Inside the centre circle, looking for a through ball. It's a good ball, that, isn't it? And uh, Kelly's not going to get to it. Shot comes in from distance. Off the bar. Here's a rebound. Oh, Oh, a gilt-edged chance there for Hadley. After some brilliant, determined work there from Wilson. Wilson got the better of Kelly. Donald was off a line. Great shot came in off the bar. There was Madison on the rebound. It did come at her quite quickly there, Paul, but she did have time to take a touch as well. But over the bar it goes. Big let off for FC United. Early doors in the second half. Well, they could be right back in this tie if they'd taken that chance. Free kick to FC United. Right on the edge of the centre circle. In the middle, inside Preston's half. It's taken quickly by O'Gara. Here's Kelly. Kelly. Beats one challenge. And then Kelly from distance goes for goal. Oh, oh and that's strike. it. That's a brilliant strike from Ellie Kelly to Elliot's left. And FC United have been on the back foot in the second half. And we said if they can get a third goal, then that would be really good. And uh, that that's, what, a, that's what Kelly's done there, Paul. It was a goal out of nothing, really, wasn't it? It was a free kick on halfway, which Kelly took possession of. I dug the options and thought, hmm, 
I'm going to have a dig from this range. And it was quite a way out, but it soared beyond the reach of the keeper and into the goal. And uh, that's a very significant moment this afternoon, making it 3-0. Full time here at Broadhurst Park on the 3G pitch. And FC United are through to the semi-finals of the Argyle Plate with a 3-0 victory here over Preston North End. Two goals from Libby Dixon in the first half and with Preston North End in the ascendance early in the second half, a crucial third goal from Ellie Kelly just after the hour mark has meant that FC United progressed through to the semi-finals of the Argyle Plate. Paul, your thoughts? I don't think the scoreline gave Preston uh, the credit they may have deserved from this game. I thought they contributed quite quite significantly to it, but couldn't score. And they'll certainly look back on the chance early in the second half where the ball came back off the crossbar and Hadley had the chance to roll it into the empty goal and decided to hit it first time over the bar. Um, that was a key moment, really, in the match when you look back at it. Yeah, I mean, the, the first half, it was... We managed to get two goals. We we created the better of the chances. Preston were were doing well. I think they were defending well. They were cutting out the majority of our attempted through balls and stuff. Elliot had to do some some saves. FC United uh, missed some chances, but generally deserved their two 0 lead. But didn't really get out of third gear in the second half. Preston have come out and like you say that that chance early doors from Hadley probably was, was pivotal. We don't know what would have happened at 2-1 with Preston in the ascendancy like that. We, we'd like to think FC United would have um, gone, up the gears. gone up the gears, but y- you never know in, in games like this. But that goal from Ellie Kelly... It was a it superb was, strike. It was a superb strike. It was kind of out of nowhere, really, as well. And it was just like, thank goodness for that <laughs> kind of it, moment. It, it just put the tie to bed at the right time, I think. And, and from that point on, Preston battled hard and did look for a goal, to be fair. But you always felt then that FC were going to prevail over the 90 minutes. And uh, I have the feeling that, that it was a workmanlike result yeah. rather than and a good performance today. It was more workmanlike, I think. So, so FC United through to the semi-finals. Player of the match? Let's see if we agree on this. I, I've got a definite name in my mind who's had a, a storming game, I think. Let's okay. see if we agree. OK. I, I think LA Kelly's again yeah. in, in the picture. Carrington? Nope. Go on then. Who are you? Chelsea patient. Well, yeah, patient. I think I think she's played a blinder this afternoon. I think she's yeah. been cutting out everything. Mm-hmm. No mistakes. Every pass has, has hit its mark. And at the end there, she's making a run forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, well, we're going to be hearing from James Mulverhill in, in a second, uh, FC United Women's Team Manager. Congratulations today, James, on, on this. We said it was workmanlike. It was like, uh, it was just get the job done. Yeah, this yeah. first half... Two goals. It wasn't fun to watch, was it? Let's be honest. No, I, I think it's been a good game, but I think the two goals in the first half were, were welcomed. Yeah, Ellie Kelly's goals certainly Screaming. welcomed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was disappointed with the second half, especially. They've set up in the mid block, and we know how to play against teams when they're in the mid block, and we just didn't do it. We, we didn't play with any real tempo. We didn't draw them out. We didn't. We didn't get them to gamble and set any traps that we usually set. It was just a little bit like. I think the girls, no disrespect against Preston, I think they knew that they were just going to win, but. Listen, people come down and watch us. People come and pay and watch us. Um, it needs to be better for me in that second half. Preston were always going to come out firing, I think, in the second half. How crucial was it, Ellie Kelly's goal, given the fact they just hit the bar and, and missed a guiltless chance yeah. moments earlier? They, they did have chances. And, and you know what? I'm, listen, we're going to look at the result and we won 3-0, got a clean sheet and that. But it, for me, it is, it, it's the little, little bits of details that like you, you can't be happy with. And... and 
I wasn't I wasn't that best pleased with, with some of the performance. It needs to be better than that. We've got two massive games in the next couple of weeks. Um, and these games are probably going to decide the league. We wanted to have an, like an emphatic performance today where we go out and it, it just didn't really see that. Do we need the older senior players stepping up in big games like that? It, it, and, and every game should be a big game for me. Um, so a little bit disappointed with the performance today, but listen, the result's the result. Uh, we've given player of the match uh, to Chelsea Patient, actually, yeah. um, because one of the things that we... we I think we're thankful for is, uh, you know, a lot of things that Preston were offering, she was cutting out. And yeah. then towards the end, um, I was surprised in my commentary. I was like, a free ball attempt to, to Chelsea patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went on a, another amazing run. Uh, but I think the back line did, did a decent enough job today. I yeah. Think. And Carrington as well. I think so. It's good to get uh, Carrington back in today. Proper out and out defender, but um, I half wanted to give her a try as a CDM today as well. I've been I've been looking at her in training, thinking you could play in there. Um, but that's just me getting obsessed with everyone being a midfielder. Um, but yeah, listen, good to the, the back line. Say, I think Chelsea patient was 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 quality. Like um, there's a few times there where their nine's gone through on goal and. and last ditch tackles but I think my disappointment comes from I don't want to be in that situation I don't want our, the defenders when the defenders are getting man of the matches in a 3-0 win that, mm. that, that that makes me feel a bit like we, we were playing how we were supposed to play but it's one of them we, took, we go back to the drawing board and we go again um, big big games the next couple of weeks coming up now yeah next up obviously is um well, it's, it's a mammoth game, isn't it, on Sunday? Uh, yeah. Cheadle Town, yeah. back in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're through to the semi-finals now, Gal Plate. Can't yeah. take that for granted, but no, the, no. League, the league is... The, yeah. the bread and butter and the crucial stuff this year. A hundred percent. Like, and no, no disrespect against the plate. Like, we, we obviously want to win it, but the league's where it's at. Like we've mentioned this, and and I think mathematically we pretty much put it to bed. Like, not not mathematically, it's it's sealed. But we win these next two games, and and it's it's cursing away the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a long way back for some of these teams to get arrows when we, providing we win these two next games. Um, so for me, it's it's crucial. Our preparation's crucial, and I think disappointed today I think because there's a few players out there that this is the it's almost a shot window for these next two games like am I going to start am I going to be massively involved and I think I think a few of them kind of let themselves down a bit today big game this weekend FC United taking on Cheadle Town yeah. here at Broaders Park yeah. get yourself down here dear listener. it's going to be a, a, a mammoth occasion but like you say it's part of a double header with yeah. Curzon away the following week this is it, isn't it? This no, this is it. This is this is it. not to put too much pressure on the girls because we've worked it out that we can still win the league by losing another two games because of where the, the positions are in the league and, and the numbers. But you don't want to do it that way. You don't want to win the league knowing that one of the other teams has turned you over a bunch of times in the year. Um, and that's just a personal thing for me. I want us to win. I want us to win. I want us to win comfortably. I want us to play our football and put on a good show for the fans. Good stuff. Well, James Mulville, women's team manager, big congratulations today. Cheers. Through to the semi-finals of the Argyle Plate. Cheers, and uh, a big good lucky training this week and uh, catch up next Sunday. Cheers, thank you. See you soon, mate. Women's team manager James Mulverhill there. And we will have full commentary of this weekend's match between FC United and Cheadle Town from Broadhurst Park right here on FC Radio from 2pm on Sunday. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.